The following podcast may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. How about that kamikaze road trip? We got some great footage for our YouTube channel, didn't we? Hell yeah. It, it's so crazy. I drive that route all the time and never thought much about this case. Well, how'd you stumble upon this one? I drive Highway 132 weekly for my day job, and I was Googling alternative routes just in case there's high traffic. So about a page into my search, this story popped up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, let's get this show on the road. You're listening to Unexplained Realms, the podcast. I'm your host, Anne, joined by producer and co-host, Eddie V. Good morning, buenas tardes, buen noche, depending on where and when you are in the world. Hello. Kathleen Johns is a possible victim of the Zodiac Killer, but is not officially recognized as being attached to the case. On March 22, 1970, Kathleen Johns was driving west on Highway 132 near Interstate 5 and Bird Road with her 10-month-old daughter. She was heading to Petaluma, California, Another vehicle driving behind her began honking and attempting to get her to pull over, making gestures to her car, indicating it may be malfunctioning. Around 11.15 p.m., she pulled over, east of Bird Road. The man got out of his light tan, late model vehicle. She described it as being a two-door American-made car with California license plates. The man then approached her vehicle and told her he witnessed her wheel wobbling as she drove. He offered to help fix it, but he did not fix it. As a matter of fact, he made it worse. Once he drove away, she did too, and that's when the tire completely fell off. Once again, the man pulled off the road in an attempt to help Kathleen. At this time, he offered her and her daughter a ride to the nearby gas station. There was an Arco station nearby. Kathleen accepted. This seemingly good Samaritan had no intentions of simply giving Kathleen a ride. This would be when her two-hour ordeal begins. The man drove her around the desolate outskirt areas of Tracy, California. To give a little background on Tracy, California... 
as I know even Anne was confused <laughs> to its <laughs> historical roots. Tracy, California was incorporated in 1911. It's an old railroad town that was constructed in the mid-19th century by Chinese laborers working for the Central Pacific Railroad rail lines. Didn't you have a family member that also worked on that railroad? Yeah, very, very important family member. Um, we have within my family, yeah, he, he worked on the railroad. Anyway, the reason I bring it up in the information regarding Tracy is that it's also known as the gateway to the bay from our central area of California. And as we know, the Zodiac Killer terrorized the Bay Area. This was entirely possible that it was the Zodiac, but more on this later. Yes, we will get more into that at the bottom of the show. As Kathleen first got into the man's car with her daughter, she realized her lights were still on in her car and keys were in the ignition. The man understood and went back to her car turned the lights off and put her keys in his pocket. As they drive along, Kathleen noticed that they passed the gas station and a few others. He did not stop and she became extremely nervous. The man stated that they were not open at the time and at one point he drove west on Highway 132 and pulled into a gas station on Chrisman Road. But it was closed. He then drove near a lighted city, which he told her was Tracy, California. Though he never stopped. While in the car, she noted that he was about 30 years old, 5'9", and estimated about 160 pounds. He wore a windbreaker, a dark black or blue bell-bottom pant, along with black plastic eyeglasses that he wore attached to his head with a band of plastic. She observed the car and noted that it was messy and had children's clothes, books, papers, a black flashlight with a rubber handle, and small pattern t-shirts that could possibly fit a child between 8 and 12 years old. Often she would ask if the man had any intentions of stopping, and he would avoid the question and talk about something else. He remained friendly and hadn't made any aggressive advances. Though Kathleen was extremely nervous, which turned to fright and she knew something just wasn't right. So she decided once he came to a stop, at least a rolling stop, she would escape. Luckily for her, the man actually came to a complete halt at one point. He had driven onto a freeway off-ramp. By the time he realized his mistake, it was too late. Kathleen got out of the vehicle and ran into a nearby vineyard with her daughter, where she hid in a drainage ditch. The man did not drive away immediately, but turned off the headlights and waited for five minutes before driving away. 
There are conflicting reports whether he tried to coerce her back into the car or not. After some time, Kathleen came out of hiding and flagged down a driver. She was picked up by some individuals who were from Missouri, and they drove her and her daughter to the Patterson Police Department, which is about 20 minutes away from that area. While in the police station, she was hysterical and having trouble communicating with police. During this time, she noticed a composite sketch on the wall. It was regarding the October 11, 1969 murder of Paul Stein. Paul Stein was murdered in his taxi cab and was confirmed to be the fifth and final murder of the Zodiac Killer. Kathleen knew the face in the sketch. It was the man she just escaped. Police escalated the matter as she had now identified the Zodiac Killer was her abductor. Authorities set off to find her vehicle and found it burnt. West of I-5 and Vernalis Road, the crossover point for South Bird Road. The vineyard she had escaped into was by Highway 132 and slightly west of where her burnt vehicle was. It seems the man had driven away, possibly towards Tracy, then coming back to burn her vehicle. While examining the burnt vehicle, a deputy checked the rear wheel and noticed that one lug bolt was loose and three were missing. Only one was tight. The missing lug bolt was found and taken into evidence. There is so much skepticism around whether it was the Zodiac Killer or not. Mainly as Kathleen couldn't remember every detail in her hysterical state. But who would even be able to? Exactly. Whether it was the Zodiac or not, someone was on a mission that night. On the same evening as Kathleen's ordeal, two men by the names of Frederick Bierman and William Horton were traveling on Highway 132 near Highway 33 and Interstate 580. Basically, the same area. For reference, listeners, Interstate 580 is the path that takes Central Californians into the Bay Area of California, as in the San Francisco Bay Area, where most of the Zodiac's activity was based. Excellent way to describe that area. Nevertheless, the two men were driving along when a 1959 white Buick attempted to flag them down. The man was honking and gesturing to their car, but they ignored it and did not stop. They did report it to Sergeant Hall of the Stanislaus County Sheriff's Office. Uh, good old Sergeant Hall. <laughs> I think he retired some yeah. time ago. I remember him pretty well. Me too. Uh, the men did not report this till the day after Kathleen's abduction as they read it in the Modesto Bee newspaper and believed it to be relevant to her situation. Authorities attempted to follow up and gain statements from the men. They arrived at 300 Kerr Street in Modesto. 
Though Frederick's mother, Teresa Watson, greeted authorities and stated she had no idea where Frederick was. All future attempts to get in contact with these witnesses failed. Did Kathleen have a nightmarish encounter with the Zodiac Killer? Will we ever know? Or will we need to simply leave this to the realms of the unexplained? I don't know. This is a hard call. It could have been the Zodiac, or it could have been a copycat. I have to say. Yeah, I do think it's highly likely it was him. And he wrote a letter to authorities that he was not happy that they didn't think it was him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, you need to put that on the website. Oh, yeah. I I already got a copy of the letter. Nice. <laughs> Me just working my magic. Uh, though, you know, we were born and raised here in the Central Valley, so some of the references in the story were pretty shocking. The locations, names, and all of that. We literally just got back into the studio from going out to the site where all this mm-hmm. happened, and we saw the vineyard that she ran into, the uh, aqueduct there, and it's it's a semi-desolate area. I mean, you don't oh, yeah. it, very few cars would come along, right. so she got very lucky. Absolutely. Um, as we were remember, as we were driving, I pointed out off in the distance you could see Tracy there yeah so imagine you know she's driving with him they see lights somewhere and she's like oh it's city and he's like oh that's Tracy it literally was so close I mean she was in that weird how do you put it like um close but but not close enough for yeah. anybody to help her yeah so yeah it was remote and uh, I guess her mistake was to get in that car with him but then again I don't know how this would have went any different. I mean, I think getting in the car with him was probably safer than staying in her car. I mean, what if he would have dragged her out or, you know. And left the baby or whatever. Exactly. I guess, you know, as we were driving today, we were talking about, like, if it was Zodiac, what, um, what prevented him from actually harming her in that two hours, you know? Well, he... This is what we were thinking, is that uh, he had never... The Zodiac had never killed a a child, a baby. It was always like a single or Mm -hmm. or a couple. Right. And uh, I think that, you know, I mean, serial killers have some kind of concept of, I don't know, no empathy, but they think. So analyzing it. So maybe that for him was even a breaking point. Right. So, but I do think that he didn't know what to do with himself after he had taken her. Honestly, remember we talked about this in the car. Um, I don't think he realized she had a baby with her. Right. You know, he, when he, when he was, when he targeted her, right. He sees a woman driving alone. You can't see the baby seat in the dark car. He somehow tries to flag her down and then, Oh shit, there's a baby in here. Yeah. So maybe that was it. I don't know. Then again, if it wasn't the Zodiac, oh gosh, <laughs> uh, copycat. Yeah, maybe Wouldn't not be a the copycat. First time. Maybe not a copycat. Um, maybe just um, someone out to do harm to people. Yeah. So Central Valley peeps, watch yourself. <laughs> he might be still out there. You never so, know. Yeah. He'd be pretty old now, though. She described him as a 30-year-old at the time. Oh yeah, that was a long time ago. So yeah, yeah. the guy's probably know, dead. Well, hopefully. Yeah. All right, that wind out there on the highway got me. I think I need to take a nap. What are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to edit this so that our listeners have something to listen to later. There you go. 
All right, well, let's get out of here. If you're new, you can visit us at unexplainedrealms.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And don't forget to smash those like, subscribe, and follow buttons. And don't forget to hit the show notifications button on Spotify so you can get reminders when we drop a new episode. Don't forget to click on our sponsors' links when visiting unexplainedrealms.com with a variety of brands and products to choose from and the most exclusive deals just for you. This podcast is supported by Anchor.fm and V Media Studios.